Hey, Kevin Guthrie here from Radio Newark. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever you are listening to this, welcome to another one of our mental health and at the moment COVID-19 podcasts. Uh, I hope you're well. I hope you are adjusting and rolling with the changes that are happening. Uh, I said a few weeks ago that we would have some guests on, and we have, and we have another guest in the studio today. We're not in the studio today. I'm sat in my rather sparse office at the moment, uh, and my guest, I believe, is sat at home. Welcome, Leanne Munger. Hello, Kevin. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Besides the blanket, there's some. I need to try and deaden some of the sound in my office, but I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little warm. I've been sat in the home office all day and come out into the conservatory and it's, it's boiling. <laughs> but I'm good. Yeah, it's the nature of uh, conservatories. Thank you so much for offering to step forward and, and record one of these podcasts. You're very uh, welcome. I know that you're a little bit apprehensive. I, didn't, I don't know what you thought I was going to do with you, but there was, there was a few kind of apprehensions there, wasn't there? Well, yeah, never know. <laughs> where, where are you going to go? <laughs> It's pre-recorded if you don't like it or cut it all. So I, I plus, plus to act to follow, I'd just like to add as well. I did watch one of your podcasts um, with uh, Josh Burkett. Oh, Josh! Thought, How am I going to follow that local hero? <laughs> Little Josh, bless him. That was an amazing story, wasn't it? Mm, brilliant, really good. And the thing is, it's not—it's not really about what what Josh did and what Josh did was incredible, but it's not about that. And it's not about following. And this is about people's own personal experiences of COVID and Corona and, and how it's affected everybody. Because I think sometimes the reason I wanted to do the, this particular set of podcasts is because I think people have been stuck in their own little kind of kingdoms and their own little bubbles. And there hasn't been a lot of cross conversation around how much people have struggled and the brick walls that people have struggled. And I've seen loads of it. Absolutely low. So I know it's happening because I see it happening and people tell me about it. Uh, But apart from that, people don't talk about it. So that's why I wanted to do this particular set of podcasts to help us just share a little bit. And you stepped forward, didn't you? I did. I did. (laughs) So so you're you're sat at home now. Well, actually, tell people, before we continue, tell people what you do work-wise. Work-wise, I work for Newark and Sherwood District Council. Um, I manage a number of uh, services. Yeah. Um, they're mainly focused around sort of people, communities, and well-being, yeah. essentially. Um, and given that well-being fits within my directorate, and this is a community project and is all about well-being, I thought I'd, I'd step forward and share my story. Oh, thank you. That's brilliant. Tell, tell, tell me why... <laughs> listen to those birds in your background. That's sorry. So sorry. You could listen. I like bird song these I days. Know. Never you used could... to hear it so much. No. <laughs> Isn't that strange? I don't know whether there's more bird song around or whether we're just hearing it. I can't quite make my mind upon no. that. No. But there is a lot around. Uh, no, I don't. I don't want you to silence the birds. Leave. Leave them singing. Don't shoo them away. So when I put a shout out and and you step forward, what? So you said earlier that you that, that you wanted you wanted to share and, and kind of share your experiences. How how has your experience of COVID been? Oh, up and down. Uh, I think like most people, it has that analogy of the Corona coaster, isn't it? It's very much felt like that. Yeah. Um, both from a work perspective and personally. Um, so from a work perspective, it's been really busy, really yeah. intense. 
it's quite exhausting at times because I've been leading the um, council's humanitarian response to coronavirus, um, which has equally been very rewarding when I hear the personal stories of people that were helping on a day-to-day basis. Um, But, of course, I'm also a mum to two girls, um, husband self-employed and furloughed. Um, I've got a dog. Uh, I'm shielding because of of health as well. Um, So all of that has meant that, like most people, you're just having to adapt to a lot of change, uncertainty. And I think that can make you feel quite fearful and overwhelmed, can't it? So certainly I've had very, very testing days. Um, But then really good days where I've, I've certainly tried throughout all of this to um, practice gratitude most mornings. I've still got a lot to be really thankful for. Um, And given that I I manage areas um, in my day job around sort of homelessness um, and and, and a whole range of of other services, you know, I'm I'm really quite lucky. Um, So, yeah, I do try and practice gratitude and that helps put sort of the mindset in the the right place for me. It's different for everybody, isn't it? But that works for me. No, I love I love gratitude and, and, and it's always a it's an exercise that I talk to my clients about a lot. And some really struggle with it because they'll go, Well, I haven't got anything to be grateful for. And and for me, when we look at gratitude, it's about it's about waking up breathing. If you wake up breathing, you've oh, got yeah. something to be grateful for. And if you wake up breathing and you're still relatively healthy, then you've got something to be grateful for. There's there's your there's your number one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people have a roof over their head. When I look at gratitude, I look at things like a little bit of food in the cupboard, towels, hot water, a roof over my head, just really simple, basic things that some people don't get. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, it, it's, it can be really powerful. Yeah. The same for me, because again, you know, in the, in the day job, you know, I, I've come across and work with um, people that are, are suffering all sorts of different challenges. And, you know, we've, a lot of my colleagues have been working on bringing rough sleepers in off the streets as well yeah. throughout this time. So, you know, when I practice gratitude, it is about those those small yeah. things that, um, you know, like you say, being here to, you know, embrace a new day. Um, yeah. So, yes, I, 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 I agree with you there, Kevin. I think it was, it was really easy for a lot of people in the beginning to go, oh, my goodness, what's happening? And get really hunkered down and go, because there was this impending threat and and at the time that we started to lock down it was kind of out there a little bit it wasn't so much here uh and i think as as time's gone on people have settled into new routines and new habits but it was a real threat in the beginning but when we do something like gratitude we switch it we 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 literally change the mindset and we uh proactively is the word i'm looking for switch the mindset don't we we, we, we just move it around that's what the was, idea what was your heaviest moment um my heaviest moment um i suppose you know it was it was in the very beginning um because i think going into um covid i wasn't particularly at my best anyway i was i was deep of challenge i've got um crohn's um so i was i was sort of dealing with with that um and i think in the in the beginning it it was also realizing that um you know when you're running at such a fast pace as well that um 
you know, you're setting up or setting up a new team at work. Yeah. Um, like I say, trying to do it while you're home working with Remotely. children at, at, at home. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to come to terms with new technology. You know, yeah. we've been part of the biggest um, sort of pilot of home working, haven't we? Which has been yeah. great, by the way. Um, but sort of long hours on conference calls and things. Yeah. And yeah, it felt quite overwhelming. And I think the biggest lesson I learned from that is that, um, you know, I never really prioritized um, self-care. You're just yeah. trying to carry on, um, be all things to all people, you know, yeah. trying to, um, you know, support the kids with the homeschooling as well as, as, as doing stuff at work. So, yeah, I think... Um, that was hard as well as shielding. I have to yeah. say that's been, um, been really difficult yeah. um, to do. When you look at what you were talking about, then there's so many challenges on so many different levels. And I think for a lot of people, it has felt like the challenges just kept coming. So, okay, so we're going into lockdown. Uh, for you work-wise, you have to work out how that's thing going to work. The whole council have to work out how that's going to work. But then then you've got two girls that may be nervous, may be anxious, may have their own stuff going on, <laughs> and you're just leading and leading, leading as a mother, leading as a, as, as a, uh, a leader. Do you know what I mean? And, but then yeah. I, I've seen just recently... And, and I should say, because there'll be a few weeks before this goes out, we, we are just at the point where we've just had Super Saturday. I cannot believe that the, the press did that and called it Super Saturday. We've just had Super Saturday, so that's at the point we are when we are recording this. But the challenges just keep coming because, because I'm guessing next on your agenda might be, okay, so we're, we're unfolding. How do we now get people back into work? How do we manage that? Yeah. Yeah. How do we get the girls back into school and, and, and manage all that side of it? And it just keeps yeah, going, so doesn't it? it? It does. So from a personal level, uh, one of my girls is transitioning. She's in year six, so she'll be changing schools. Um, so, yeah, having to sort of reassure her when we don't really know how that's going to, yeah. to work. Um, and, yeah, one, one of my girls does struggle with anxiety. Um, mm. So sort of managing that. Um, but yeah, from a work perspective, absolutely. You know, the economic recovery from this is going to be massive, um, and it's going to be with us for some time. But yeah. you know, my colleagues at, at Newark and Sherwood, you know, are working really hard. You know, I, they've just been brilliant. Whether that's been working with myself on humanitarian assistance or supporting uh, businesses, paying out the grants that we've done to businesses. Um, you know, Helen, who I know you know, sort of yep. doing all the well-being at work stuff with colleagues. Yep. Um, and, you know, on top of that, we've had the brilliant sort of community and voluntary sector yeah. um, sort of doing all that they've done, which we, we couldn't have, have supported the households that we have done and, and enabled them to shield um, and save lives without all of their fantastic work. So if I may, just say a massive thank you, actually, because it's been a, a, a great effort by everybody that yeah. has been involved. Um, and I do think I need to talk to Matt, actually, about some sort of community awards or something that's, that can sort of look at how we can recognise, actually, some of yeah. the, the brilliant stuff that's come out of this as much as it's been testing. Yeah, I think that would be a really beautiful celebration because you're quite right, a lot of people really stepped up and just stepped forward really naturally in, into a role of, come on, we've got this, we've got this, we can, we can do this. 
and then and then just continue doing that yeah keep it all going yeah there's been sort of fantastic sort of neighborliness hasn't there within communities and people stepping forward and and even in in work um we've you know in the new team that i had to pull together we had some sort of um young apprentices um colleagues from different areas across the council you know that work in sort of uh, the palace theater or um you know waste or the leisure centers they've you know they've all come and volunteered the time to do tasks that are completely new to them yeah but it was all about you know that sense of community and public sector at its best really sort of coming together just to help um sort of our residents really yeah Absolutely. You mentioned uh, the, the the grants from Newark and Sherwood earlier, and my understanding is that Newark and Sherwood were one of the first, one of the first to pay out, and the, and the, the speed that yeah. they paid out was just in, incredible. So for all yeah. of those businesses that were that were really struggling and and really panicking, all of a sudden these grants came through and everybody kind of went, okay, okay, we might be able to do this. So it was just incredible when that happened. I, I'm, I'm involved quite heavily in the, uh, the business community, and I know a lot of people said that. I, I heard them say that it was they, they were just amazing. So yeah, no colleagues were fantastic in the work they did, and yeah, you're right. Um, we were one of the fastest, and um, you know, I think it it was all hands to the pump. Colleagues yeah. were working sort of round the clock to make that happen, but it was just really important to make sure that we did that. Like you say, for our business community who have been hit really hard by all yeah. of this yeah um, as a, yeah as i say um you know my husband's got his own business and you know it, it's tough isn't it um mm. so so yeah yeah what what do you see or what do you predict moving forward because you said earlier that you suspect that this will keep just keep rolling and and i and i agree with you because i think the consequences of what's just happened over the last three or four months will just keep going and not so much the, for me, it's not so much the, uh, the, the financial implications, which are just mammoth, but I think personal implications as well for, for people. Cause, cause I, I, I do suspect that for a lot of people that have, I've gone, okay, okay, I've got this, I've got this, I've got this. All of a sudden they're just going to crash. Mm-hmm. They're just going to crash. As soon as there's any kind of ease, they will just drop and go, right, I need to stop. I just need to stop for a while. So I think moving forward, uh, there's going to be a lot of, again, assistance, support. For you, what do you think people will need? So from the work that we've done so far on um, supporting uh, people throughout this pandemic, um, it's mainly been around um, food and medication. Right. Um, but we're seeing um, increasingly through sort of talking to our partners, sort of around citizens' advice and things, you know, in terms of debt, uh, they're experiencing yeah. people coming to them with, with issues around debt and unemployment. Um, so I think they're going to be key alongside um, social isolation and, yeah. and well-being and mental well-being in particular yeah. are things that... Um, you know, I think will be future priorities for us to to sort of look at. Um, so, I would say they are going to be some of the key challenges. And what's important for us is, you know, we are not here um, to just sort of run the services. It's about working partnership with with the, yeah. the community and voluntary sector and other partners that deliver some fantastic work. 
to just see how we can work better together and what we can yeah. do in terms of um, supporting those those families and individuals that may come to us in the future. Um, yeah. Because like you say, it's going to going to hit different people at, at different times. Yeah. And I know the government guidelines in terms of, um, you know, looking at test, track and trace uh, and, you know, if we need to step up shielding again in the future, if there happens to be a need to do that, you know, it says contact your local authorities. So we very much see ourselves as being there for yeah. residents um, and to signpost to services that are out there. And it's about making sure that, um, those in the volunteering community sector have got some stability yeah. going forward. Absolutely. They're, they're, they're key, aren't they? Massively. What's been your, your biggest lesson? What's been your biggest learning? So I think, as I said earlier, it was about sort of realising that I never really prioritised self-care in all of this. Um, so I think... For me, it was about um, investing in yourself, really. It's yeah. really important, I think, to just take that time out yeah. um, and to take your leave, if, you know, if, need, yeah. if you can. Um, and that's not you sort of slacking. That is actually investing um, in yourself so that yeah. you can better help others. So I would say that's been my biggest thing. And um, I've certainly, through my love of learning, started practicing mindfulness and yoga and other bits and bobs just to try and prioritize some some time for myself good good that's I, I think it's hard for some people to to be in the middle of a pandemic and then come to the realization that actually they need something they need some oxygen is the analogy that i use that they're on oxygen and it's really hard then to go no i need this for fear that people are going oh. to say, that's so selfish, we're in the middle of a pandemic and you need some, you need some yoga time. And I'm like, no, this is, this is vital. This is absolutely yeah. vital that, that this happens. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And, um, but it, it, it sort of, I, again, I've heard that analogy. It's like the cars, you know, every car needs an MOT, doesn't it? Yeah. It's important that you, you do do that and it does become hard and difficult when you say like you say we're in a pandemic um there's so much to do yeah. um but I, I think yeah it, it is important and i think as well um in the rush to return to the new normal whatever that may be yeah. um there's a chance to you know really consider what what parts of the new normal are you want to take take forward with you yeah and and what parts you want to leave behind as well? Yeah. What, what some of the some some of the old habits that we might have had just just leave them where they are, and uh, just let them be for a little Absolutely. while. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to leave the listener with, like a little uh, golden nugget of learning? Well, I think just based on what we've discussed it's you know time out is essential invest yeah. you know in yourself and just remember that we're all doing the best that we can actually i think we're all doing an amazing job throughout all yeah. of this it's recognizing it is it is hard yeah so i think that would be that would be mine yeah so yeah i like that to recognize what you're doing and and to recognize that everything's good enough that, we, that there's a lot of pressure in society to reach perfection but there is no such thing as perfection it just does not exist apart from on instagram of course 
Yeah, I think you've just got to be, well, you know, I'm quite an ambitious person, you know, mm-hmm. like to sort of um, be ambitious in what we're trying to achieve. But I think it, you've also got to be compassionate and kind to yourself. Yeah. You? yeah, and I, I do, there's been points during the last two or three months that it, it has felt like compassion and kindness. It's really weird. It feels like compassion and kindness have been in abundance in some areas, but then in other areas, it just hasn't been around. It feels like we could have done with a bit more. So uh, for me, I feel like there's been a lot of extremes during this pandemic in terms of it's either here or it's here. It's either very, very good or it can be completely the other way. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, compassion and kindness are just, just vital. And, 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 you know, even moving forward in terms of, I said this on another podcast about, it's about being in spaces. Where was I earlier? And I noticed that somebody was wearing a mask and I could see that they were a little bit anxious. So I kind of, I just stepped back and just let them be. Even though I was in a rush and I wanted to get my shopping, I just wanted to get in and out. They were, they were going through their own stuff and it's, and it's about that. And it's about that consideration. And if, if we could all do that a little bit more, I think the world would just be a little bit kinder. Yeah, yeah. So, it is understanding that, you know, we're all in this in the same storm, aren't we? But yeah. not in the same boat. We're all experiencing yeah. different things. So. Different vessels, same storm. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I love that analogy. Some are in massive cruise liners. <laughs> Others are in little dinghies. <laughs> <laughs> Paddling like how? <laughs> trying to get... Trying to That's get me. <laughs> And that's how it feels. That's just how it feels for you. Mm. So, thank you so much for giving us your time today. You're very welcome. I'm, I'm absolutely sure that that will resonate with a lot of people in terms of how difficult this has been for a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> and I just, I do, I'll say again, it's important that people step forward and, and have that conversation. Yeah, I hope, Maybe. I hope you get lots more people come forward absolutely there's a there's there's a queue at the moment so we might be doing this until christmas the <laughs> <laughs> um thank you thank you so much you're, for being here today you're welcome you're welcome so remember that we do these podcasts weekly uh they have a covid theme at the moment always they have a mental health theme if you want to step on and have a chat, then you can contact me at Go Through Therapy's Facebook page or you can contact the radio station. All of the details are online. As I always say, please, please, please be kind to yourself and be kind to everybody around you. And please take care and be safe. Thanks again, Leanne. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.